good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Welcome to the Victory Podcast, and I'm your host, Monique Watson. On this episode, I got to sit down with my friend, Pastor Alicia Partee. She's a pastor, she's a therapist, she's now a writer. She talks a bit about her book, um, her time abroad, um, and a little bit uh, about her career in general. So take a listen, and I hope you enjoy it. So welcome to the Victory Podcast. I'm your host, Monique Watson, and I have the wonderful pleasure to interview one of my friends, an amazing human being, amazing uh, minister, amazing therapist, amazing everything, um, Pastor Alicia Parti. How are you? I'm good. It's so good to be here. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Um, So welcome to the podcast. And um, for our listeners, you're new to the pod, but not new to my life. So maybe give your a brief introduction, in, a brief introduction mm-hmm. on who who are you, who's Alicia Party, and how we know each other. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Alicia, and um, as she said, and I met Monique um, at Maranatha Christian Center, where I'm the executive pastor. Um, after working in tech and get um, and transitioning into um, mental health. And then as a pastor, I actually married a pastor who took a job in Norway. And I came, I lived abroad for about eight years and then um, came back to help transition the church where I met Monique. And um, when I came back, uh, COVID happened. My husband came over, um, was stuck here, was called to Maranatha, offered a job at Maranatha, and here we are back in the States. And I had the pleasure um, of since I came in December 2019 until you moved uh, to get to know you and work with you and meet your husband and your lovely sister um, and become friends. And we even had wonderful times. We went to see Hamilton. That was it right there. Mm-hmm. Right? Dinner in Hamilton yeah. just took the yeah relationship to another level. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So you mentioned a little bit in, in your intro there a bit about your background. How did you, maybe you can talk a little bit about, that's a lot of different aspects and, and history that you've gone through. Maybe we can talk a little bit about that and then we'll get into, just to give an outline for folks, we'll talk a bit of, a little bit more about Pastor Alicia's background. Then we'll get into her book that just came out not too long ago, Authenticate, kind of telling us a little bit about that. And we'll talk a bit as she's talked about these different aspects, you know, wife, writer, minister, therapist, and how to balance all that, how, you know, she's grown in those different areas, how to foster growth, tips for other people. And then we'll talk a little about some upcoming events, um, how to get the book, uh, the companion courses that go into that. And then, of course, sharing her social media, um, as well as website and things like that. So, so yeah, a little bit more about that background. That's a lot of, that's a lot to unpack around so much to who you are, right? So maybe you can tell us a bit more Absolutely. about that. It really is. You know, it's amazing. First of all, I have to tell you, it's the God thing because nobody could make this type of story up, right? Um, Amen. But yeah, but I started out. I worked at a Fortune 500 company. I took an early retirement. I think I started there like in 1989. Love what I did. Climbed the corporate ladder pretty quickly. Um, But, you know, things were happening. I think it was right before dot-com. And so they were going to lay off and things. So they offered early retirement. So I took an early retirement, went into the dot-com 
business, which was wonderful, right? Working in telecommunications, I led teams, I, I led multilingual teams, just amazing opportunities to work. And um, the one thing I'll say um, is that if, even though I'm talking about this, what I'm showing is how God doesn't waste an experience and how the same skills that he was developing in me and using at the Fortune 500 company are still skills that I'm leveraging today. So I want to say that. Um, so I got burnt out. I ended up getting a divorce, actually. Um, too, so busy climbing the ladder, you know, going after stocks and all that stuff doing dot com. It was such an unhealthy time. It was fun, but it was unhealthy. <laughs> um, burnt out. And um, when I got a divorce, I went back to school. I went back to school just to study the Bible, just to unpack it, learn more about it. I had no idea where it was leading. I like to call God Jehovah Sneaky because I'm like, God, that was a set up. So here I am in theology school, studying a word, loving a word, going deeper. I couldn't get enough of it. And all of a sudden doors open for doing Bible studies and speaking and then one day becoming an administrative pastor. Um, so but that led to when I was in theology school, they had just started a program where of integrating your faith into theology. And, I, and it was a married, marriage and family therapist. And um, you would think coming from a tech field that that was the opposite of my personality. But again, God would have it because of evidence-based practices. You could measure it. So here is God just strategically building it. Me just saying yes and willing to go that next step. I had one amazing boss that I worked Fortune 500 company as well as when they started their startup. And she said to me, never worry about your title. Always do what you feel called to do. And so even though I've had all these titles, it is really just God's journey for me to have this well-rounded experience to do what I am doing today because I need all of it um, to do what I'm doing. And so that let me, that's how it came about. So of course, finishing school, I became a licensed marriage, you know, after you do your 3000 hours, I became licensed in the state of California. Um, I continued to remain a pastor, right? And I continue to leverage technology even today. So yeah, that's kind of how I got here. That's an amazing story. And a lot of, it's interesting when you mention about, you know, saying yes to things and the importance of that and, and new experiences that that can lead you into. And that really, I think, brings us into talking a bit about your book, Authenticrate, and, and this term authentication that uh, you and you have uh, helped to develop and kind of foster and kind of what that looks like. It's a little bit different and not a word that, you know, I was putting in my outline and word and Microsoft Word dictionary was like, I don't know that word. It's not a, it's not a, it's a new terminology. So maybe you can tell us about that term and a little bit about your book that's just recently come out. Absolutely. Um, that came, that term came out of the journey abroad. Um, when I moved to Norway, I packed up my bags. I took so much time to make sure I knew where I was moving to, the type of clothes I needed, where I would shop, the type of food, what I should bring, because maybe they don't have in a country but I never took stock of the human response to change and transition. And so um, while abroad, because no one ever talked about it, I mean, I read blogs, I listened to TED Talks, I was trying to be, I'm an over-preparer anyway. So I was preparing for it. And, but I remember moving to the country, I wanted to fit in so bad. This is hindsight, I couldn't have told you this while I was going through it. I learned this. 
I was trying to fit in. I put on skis. I went to cabins without water, you know, without running water, without lights and an outdoor toilet. I did everything that like a Norwegian. I wanted to fit in. I wanted to learn the language and I wanted to, because remember when we, well, you don't know, but when we moved, the goal was for my husband to retire there. We were going to retire in Europe. We weren't, it wasn't an expat position. We were literally immigrants moved to that country and it was supposed to be permanently. So of course I wanted to fit into society. And one morning I remember waking up asking myself, who am I? Because I have done, I did so much to assimilate, including the recommendation from a Norwegian friend to scale back my LinkedIn profile, because in Norway, you usually have one career and it seems like I've had too many and I got lost in that. So I woke up in a mirror and I'm like, well, who am I crying? Like, God, who am I here? How do I belong here? You know? And he started a journey with me to find, um, it was already inside of me, but he took me on a journey to find out who I would be in this new society, in this new place, in this new culture. And so in me working with my mentor, my international mentor, Dr. Dana, who's absolutely amazing, um, when she was just talking to me, she says, I got it. It's, it's you, you want to integrate, but you want to be authentic. And that's how Authenticate and Authentication was born. And the goal really is to change the way we look at integration. When people move, I don't care if they're voluntary moving, whether they're expat, love path, whether they're following their spouse, or even if they're involuntarily moving as a refugee, we have something to bring to the table. We, we, we're, we're, you know, and a lot of times we're treated like we're not a whole person, but we are. And, um, I want them, I want to, I want to see your cult, the new culture. I want to learn and be a part of it, but I want you to see me and I want to be authentically integrated into your society, which means I contribute and together we can produce and innovate really great things. And that's how and why it was born. It was out of pain and it was out of, I have to build something so that people that go, you know, I'm a forerunner anyway, that's what I do. Right. And all my jobs, I've been a first at a lot of things and I don't, uh, if I can help people intentionally move to new countries and cultures um, and not make it so, not necessarily painful because I loved what I was doing, but challenging and overcome, you know, go into it intentionally. That's what this book is for. When you think about authenticating and authentication in this book, what are kind of maybe one or two kind of take home things that people will, will pique their interest about the book and learning more. Even if, you know, I found, I read through your book and I found it was also good. Even if you're not in an expat situation, a bit of like self-discovery, how to really define and understand yourself. So maybe some, some good take-homes there about the book. That, that is so key what you're saying. So people who have read the book, what they're telling me, I had someone in another country read a book. She says, your book helped me in my new career, she says, I had, she's a um, work as a nurse. She says, I worked at a nurse at one company for so long at one hospital and now I'm at another hospital. And I couldn't understand though it was a promotion and greater. I couldn't understand why I had some sadness. And she said, she's seen herself in my book. This book is really about changes and transitions, which are not linear, right? A change happens, you get married, but your, your human response, your emotion, you still have to adjust to that. You know, maybe, you know, whether you have a child or maybe you're empty nest, whether you retire. So some of the same principles can help you actually get through 
life stage transitions. And I will do other books specific to that, but I do think it'll take you on the discovery of who you are, what your strengths are, what your passions, how you, how do you intentionally navigate the shock models that come with change that, that, that we all have to experience. So I do believe that, um, every human can find themselves in this book because we all have some type of life stage change and a change doesn't mean it's negative remember moving to another country to me was absolutely exciting having a child is exciting go going into retirement is exciting but come on isn't it scary too what's your life going to be like on the other side what what are you going to experience again we take care of let's take retirement we take care of okay our retirement accounts are okay where we're going to live you know how much we're going to live off of but what about the emotional part? What about, oh my God, where do I belong? How do I fit? And how do I make the most of this stage of my life and still show up authentically in it? That's what it's about. Absolutely. So folks, if you haven't bought the book, go buy the book, read the book. It's really good. It's a quick read. So you're not going to spend eons reading it. You're not going to spend have to spend six months working through a huge textbook and um, it's really realistic with some really great examples. I found a lot of the, the stories and examples were really helpful to kind of put it in a, in a taking some of the information and the skills and the, and the advice that you give throughout the book and then putting it in a tactical way to see how that kind of applies or how other people have gone through similar things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're a writer now, officially, <laughs> Woo, writer. Yes. Doing well on Amazon, you know, you're a minister, you're a wife, you're doing all these great things. How do you find that balance? Because I find that in talking with people, um, especially I find more so with women, but um, other people that's going to apply to too. But this, that balance of, especially when you're married too, that balance of having, you know, support and being part of your spouse's life and, you know, being that, that partner for them, you know, being whatever you do professionally, um, whether that's multiple careers or a single thing or whatever. And then somewhere in between that, that, that balance of still doing things for yourself, like having that slice of the pie for yourself. How do you, do you have any tips for folks? Um, Cause you do a little bit of everything. Yeah. So I, I have a word, I have a course too called harmony, but it's so important. So when, I want to address the spouse one first and just give a tip. One of the things my husband and I did a few years ago is we put in place because I was so busy, especially trying to fit into a new country and culture. We said, if you need me, if you want me to do something and maybe I'm all busy and you say, honey, I need you, that I don't care what it was, I would stop and everything would go towards him um, and, and not abuse that. I think since we put it in place, it's we've been married like 14 years, almost 14 years now. I think he's used it maybe tw- maybe two to three times. And, um, and when I'll give an example, when I was in Norway, I would, I had an important meeting scheduled. Oh my God. Uh, it was going to be the first meeting. And he says, I-, I need you. I want you to, I-, I want you to be here. And I canceled it. And I lost a relationship because of that. But guess what? <laughs> my marriage was still okay. Um, and so I would say, have that phrase or that something, it doesn't have to be, I need you. It could be, you know, something where he knows or she knows that no matter you're first. And if you say it, I'm here. That helped. Um, the second thing is, and you'll get this in the book Harmony, 
I take, uh, I mean, sorry, in the book Authentic Great, because there's a, uh, another course at the end called Harmony that you get a little taste of, and you, I don't take you really into it. But one of the things that's super important is that I created a purpose statement, and I filter things out based on that. So I don't do everything. I do what God created me to do. So I understand who I am. I know my strengths. I know my talents. I know my purpose, my calling. And when things come about that don't align with that, I can say no. And I have to say, when you are doing what God created you to do, it feels so easy. Have you ever seen someone like de decorate a cake and you're like, how do you do that? And they're like, that's nothing. It's because it's their gift. It's who they are. It's their call. So it's easy for them. And it doesn't take them much time where if I tried to decorate a cake, it would probably take me a week and be, un you know, it couldn't eat it. And so it's so important that you unpack you and that you know you and that you literally and intentionally live your life on purpose. And that is also what Authentic Great is about. Absolutely. So you mentioned you got some courses and things coming up. Harmony, I think, was a really interesting um, chapter to kind of unpack in the book and the pillars around there. So you sounds like you got some more to dig into that coming, coming up. Maybe you can tell folks about that and other events and classes and such. Absolutely. So one event that's coming up on June 25th, Saturday, June 25th, it starts at 10 a.m. Pacific time and it's free. And that's going to be um, a virtual book launch as well as a masterclass. And I, and it's free, you guys. I'm going to delve a little deeper into what change and transition is and really give you practical. I got three fabulous speakers that's going to join me and help you level up yourself, your personal brand, all the documents that support you from LinkedIn to your re resume, as well as owning the leader within you. So if you can come to that, you definitely want to do it. You can find the link. I'm sure I'll give you the website in a little while. And after that, you'll get here more about the courses. One course we're going to do is uh, integrate. It's going to accompany the book. Um, and then you could go into a long course like Harmony. Um, of course, I do group coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching and things like that. So there's so many different ways and at so many different levels um, that you can um, connect. And the biggest thing is I definitely want to build a, a global companion community. So as you connect with me, you're going to be connect with gl other global movers because we're in this together and we want to build a tribe of people that is a support for one another, that can collaborate with one another, and that can help each other intentionally transition into new things. Absolutely. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Wow. That was a lot of great information. I took note and uh, the link will be in the description for this podcast for the June 25th event, um, as well as your website. Any other ways that folks can get in contact with you, social media, anything like that you want to share with, with the folks on the call, on the sure. podcast? Absolutely. Absolutely. I am on uh, Facebook under Alicia Partee. I'm also there under Authenticrate, as well as on Instagram under Authenticrate, LinkedIn, Alicia Partee. And of course, you can always email me at alicia at Authenticrate.com. Awesome. And of course, her contact info is in the description on this podcast. Thank you so much, Alicia, and really appreciate you taking time to join us this morning. I love what you're doing with victory. And I, I pray this is a, another stone of victory for someone who needed to hear this. And thank you for just making a way for people to move towards and advance towards their victory. Awesome. Thank you so much to Pastor Alicia. Um, it was really great to sit down with her. Lots of great topics covered. Check in the show notes below 
um, for links to her masterclass slash book launch and her website and email and social media and all the great things so you can stay in contact and stay up to date on what she's doing. And as always, feel free to share this podcast with your friends, your family. You can find us on all your favorite uh, podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Audible, you name it, we're there. And if you can't find us, please send us a note via email at Monique at the victory podcast.com. So check out our website at the victory podcast.com. That's T H E V I C T O R Y podcast.com. There you can find this episode and other episodes. You can also check out our merch page uh, as a way to support or also become a part of our Patreon. I'll end this episode as I do every episode. Every problem has a solution. It's whether you're willing to do the work to find it. Let's do the work and be victorious.